Welcome, everyone, wherever you may be. Thank you for joining me. You guys know it. A lot of things are happening. You know. And on this channel, for anyone new, we like to offer... I, I'm a reductionist. I break things down. And then I take the breakdown, and I break that down. And the breakdown of the breakdown, we break that down to the point where even the simplest people are going to get it. And it's ironic that, you know, we talk about all these things we cover. Even in the Bible, Jesus talked about how the gospel in the New Testament, right, where we're told that it, it's a gift to the simple-minded. Simple-minded people, they were the ones that understood the gospel. So it's like nothing's really changed. All right, folks. <clears throat> If you're able to think on your own, if you're not linked to some pressure system of thinking, hmm, maybe we'll talk more about that on the members channel. This pressurized group think that happens on the left, especially, but it also happens, we're seeing on the right, as I have pointed out many, many times over the last 10, 12 years. It happens on both sides. All right. All right, folks. Um, you guys know a, a lot is unfolding. And while you guys are coming in, we, let's begin somewhere, right? Let's begin right here. Um, we've been covering this. And um, just a reminder, yesterday, we, you know, we talked about an article where, you know, this, um, the chosen, right? This Hollywood set that claims to be Christian we talked about that a lot um, yesterday where somebody uh, from Turning Point USA called out the people running that set and they are promoting the tranny agenda. This, they call it the LGBTQ and all, you know, but that's a fabricated name. You guys know it. It's really about this bizarre pro-children sexualization, tranny, pro-pedophilia, this bizarre movement. So um, we begin here where several uh, Major League Baseball pitchers, he, these players are coming out the last few days. They, they like the momentum that they're seeing. So they came out and they sided with us, with the normal people. And this is one of them. This pitcher, Anthony Bass, came out the other day calling out Target and Bud Light. And um, <clears throat> this is right here. This is the reason why we never give in this is the reason why I say what I say about today's storefront churches. Right here. Toronto Star columnist demands Blue Jays cut homo quote homophobic pitcher Anthony Bass for appearing to endorse target, target Bud Light boycotts. <laughs> so be aware of this pattern and this writer is coming out shredding this picture saying an apology is not enough. And be aware that this Anthony Bass in this information war that we're in, he comes out and the team forces him to apologize for quoting Ephesians chapter 5 and standing for God's commandments. He gives in since he's a famous player. Remember, the, the, the enemy, the globalists, they can control the corporations. They can control the famous athletes and the Hollywood demons. They can do that. 
by threatening to remove their money. They can't do that to the little people like us. So you can see that the bigger name millionaire players, they will fold to the New World Order because they, they don't want to lose their money and their fame. But we don't have to. And when you do give in to them, like this picture did, you can see they, right after that, boom, they came after him, calling for him to be fired and get let go by the Blue Jays. That is the way this works. Be aware of that story. Be aware of this. Report ESPN to raise trans flag on campus for Pride Month. And what Pride? Oh, that's right. They dedicated, I mean, is that, am I right? Yeah, right. They dedicated the entire month of June to these perverts. So be aware of that. We're in a real, 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 real war. And by now, I probably none of us watch ESPN. I know I don't, and probably most of you guys, not all of you guys, already don't watch this. But be aware that this organization, what they are doing, be aware of these back and forth. Um, think of how can we make them pay the price for what is unfolding. <laughs> all right, so um, see what you think on that. And then uh, let's move on. Um, this is uh, coming up, you know, changing topic. Be aware of this. Chicago City Council is folding. And look at this. They're approving $51 million in aid to hard poor criminals. Some people would say these are just regular criminals. I could, you know, whatever. But they are criminals. To be an illegal alien is a type of crime that you are committing against the laws of this country that is black and white plain and simple it's not even debatable so be aware of that and um some members of the community uh black leaders and you know others uh, from the black community they're not having it so be aware of this shocking disrespect of the people of chicago and this city council think about about that tonight I came across an um, article here on this Wednesday night. I want to share this. It's, um, <laughs> you'll understand. Now, let's talk about this. You know, somebody did a study. Be aware of this. Um, this, um, a study out of the University of Bern in Switzerland. And what they have revealed, look at this, that far-left extremism is linked to what? To narcissism, according to the study. <laughs> really? <gasps> And um, I want to share some of this. Be aware of this. Study out of the University of Bern, Switzerland, has revealed that what? Those who partake in far-left activism are more likely to exhibit narcissistic personality traits and psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Yo, guys in Switzerland, I could have saved you a lot of money. All you guys had to do was come to Truth in Our TV. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is very revealing. I want to share this moment with you guys. Let's go to this study. Uh, these researchers right here, Alex Betterman and Chris Pence, found that many activists what do not believe in what they purport to stand for. <laughs> really? And they are what? Simply using the cause to prop up their own perceived moral superiority and social standing. <laughs> Think about that. What? You mean those demons on the, in the streets, they really don't care about 
George Floyd. And they really don't care about pregnant women. Think about this, people. <laughs> and it really gets good. I mean, listen, I mean, again, <laughs> bear with me on this. Um, they're moving around. They, like I said here, in particular, they argued what certain forms of activism might provide them, these psychopaths, with what opportunities for positive self-presentation and display what of moral superiority. <laughs> no kidding. And what? why? To gain social status... Think about it, common sense, to dominate others and to engage in social conflicts and aggression to satisfy their need for thrill seeking. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is totally revealing study. And I would go on, but we have a lot of other stories I want to cover, but um, be aware of that. And they make sure to note that what involvement in violent political activism is not solely attributable to political orientation, but rather to personality traits. No kidding. Manifesting in individuals on the radical left and on the right of the political spectrum. There it is. And they say that everyone likes to pick on the right historically, but no one looks at these demons on the left. Yeah, so translation. Again, it's a reminder that this channel is about psychology as well. This is about an opportunity of these basement-dwelling psychopaths that are narcissistic, an opportunity for them to uniquely express power over you and ex to have this, this, not only power over you, but to, but to basically have this authority over you and ex dominate you and to bring attention to themselves which is different from them being in a basement by themselves. Great Awakening. It's right there in black and white. All right, folks. With that said, I want to shift your attention. See if you think this is a coincidence or not. Be aware. Joe Manchin's re-election bid in big trouble, really, from notable GOP challenger, according to this poll. All right, why don't we know? So, okay, he's in big trouble. What's happening here? And if you read, a lot of you guys already know this. Um, but he, um, yeah, being a moderate Democrat and former governor in deep red West Virginia isn't likely to carry Senator Joe Manchin a victory <clears throat> next year, right? And because of that, all of a sudden, he is badly trailing current Governor Jim Justice, a former Democrat, who notably switched to the Republican Party during the 2016 election, and much to the delight of, of then-GOP candidate Donald Trump, and all of a sudden, Joe Manchin is severely trailing Governor Jim Justice. So um, why am I showing you this? Uh, well, you decide, because all of a sudden, <laughs> you, you almost can't make this up. Republicans cry foul as Biden DOJ targets what? West Virginia governor's family <laughs> what are the odds of that and um be aware of this republicans are crying foul following the news of president yeah resident biden's doj targeting all of a sudden they are targeting jim justice's family if you can believe that and if you read about it look at first of all look at the timing this is straight down the middle persecution and um all of a sudden they're claiming 
this um right yeah, justice was also GOP Senate candidate hoping to unseat Manchin, like right? like we already said, is the latest to experience political targeting from Biden's DOJ as it what filed a civil complaint against his family's coal empire, if you can believe that. Over a dozen coal businesses ran or owned by his son Jay Justice, citing quote, repeated violations of the law. According to this demon right here, this Todd Kim the DOJ's Environment and Natural Resources Division. So this is shocking, and this is a combination of the climate hoaxers. I mean, this is a war not only against America, they're using the climate thing, and all of a sudden they're investigating this poor guy, and all of a sudden this Todd Kim coming up says, penalties they owe as a result of these violations. And they're doing to Jim Justice what they're essentially doing to President Trump himself with these fake investigations and these persecutions. So be aware of that. I want to throw this out, you know, see what you guys think. That the ATM, ah, look at this, people, they're coming out illegal for marijuana users to possess guns regardless of state law. Really? Uh, I've never heard about this. <laughs> and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm certainly not an advocate for a marijuana use. Um, but, um, when I was younger, I was definitely an advocate for this. <laughs> but um, that aside, I mean, this is not even what it is. I mean, all of a sudden, the ATF is coming out. You, um, They're coming out saying they use the occasion of Minnesota legalizing recreational marijuana to note that what marijuana use and firearms possession are not legally compatible. Really? Where is that in the Constitution? You can read what they are saying. This ATF guy, ATF guy in St. Paul is coming out with this big statement. Um, really? Then the current uses of marijuana prohibit it from shipping, transporting, receiving, or possessing firearms or ammunition. Really? So you can read, look into that yourself. Maybe that's the reason they've been, so they, the, the Marxists, wanting to legalize marijuana everywhere. Okay, now that you're all smoking and you're all high, uh, we'll take your guns. <laughs> It's just another stunt. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe somebody will challenge. I don't even... I'll leave it at that. All right, folks, I don't know what's happening. I'm here right now. But somewhere out there in D.C., there's a final vote taking place uh, for this budget, which I've already said. The budget is really just a sideshow. It's a budget. Trump's McCarthy steps in, all he's trying to do is negotiate some sort of middle ground deal. Everybody knows it. That's why some of the centrists, some of these guys came out day one and cheered McCarthy, and there it is. Republic, House Republicans give McCarthy standing ovation and debt limit meeting. <laughs> so, I mean, in the end, um, we've been right down the middle, emotion-free only logic when it comes to breaking down this no i mean really it's just a debt negotiation that's really almost nobody would even care if it wasn't for the media and um there it is there he gets this big ovation and we have people thomas massey jumping on his side and um whatever you know seems to be moving forward and then uh, we have this Uh, later, earlier today, breaking House Committee passes debt ceiling bill heads to floor for final vote. Um, you can see what's happening there. 
what seems to be progress, depth ceiling, deal struck by McCarthy, right, and the resident, Biden 7-6. Again, Thomas Massey crosses over, says, my interest in being, being on this committee was not to imprint my ideology. I think that is an inappropriate use of the committee. And um, then we have this Chip Roy coming out. Even he is now conceding to a certain degree uh, after they vowed to, to attempt to block the bill. And um, <clears throat> see what you think. Uh, let's see if we can see what Mr. Roy is saying. <laughs> there it is. Chip Roy on depth ceiling deal. Quote, it's garbage, but it's better than a massive uptick. <laughs> so, um, ladies and gentlemen, I said it from the beginning that um, this is some sort of sideshow same characters that um, uh, played this role um, to when McCarthy was being inserted as the speaker. These characters came out. And now um, Roy's coming out, I think. Speaker McCarthy and Representative Garrett Grave, Patrick McHenry, that's the guys that were up there negotiating. I think they were in good faith working to try to get the best deal they could. He is suddenly coming out, and um, he said he personally would not have taken the deal. I think we had an overall commitment that was working for five months to keep everybody at the table to advance a strong conservative agenda. Is working, and the American people were behind it. I think they took the early ramp, the early off-ramp, but um, when you read what he's saying, I think they cut a deal that is not good enough to have cut and are doing it, and now they're going to have to defend it, which is they're going to leave us so my view is we're going to have to move forward and pick additional fights. There it is. And we're going to have to be righteous in the appropriations fight. And um, you decide, all of a sudden he's coming out saying, ah, yeah, maybe, well, regardless of what happens, again, people, this is just, what is happening for the sake of the truth on HB crown, the hard right, they, they need to show face like they did when McCarthy was being inserted. So what they are doing, they're showing the left, look, we got our you guys have your squad, maybe we have our squad, and maybe we're going to make life miserable for you guys so watch out, we're, we're, we're around, we're not playing so in order to, to make that noise, they came out uh, all complaining but um, this was never meant, McCarthy was not trying to do a debt elimination bill that was never the case, he's trying to negotiate with the Marxists and that's what Chip Roy is saying. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Maybe we're going to have to pick some other fight. Yeah, because it's a sideshow. They're just trying to show strength. That's what this is about. And to manipulate and influence the future deals. Maybe when it all, when you break it all down. And in the end, it's everything that McCarthy said it was. And um, it's a record decrease in the spending, and they're going to redo it again in January. And the point is, you got to keep fighting, and then in January, the hard right is going to double down even more. That's the point. They're progressively taking out the administrative state. It's not something that's going to happen this week. 
So think about that, and really, in the end, that is what's happening with that, if you ask me. <clears throat> Let me know your thoughts. Um, meanwhile, a lot of little things are happening. Let's keep going, right? Then we have this. Secret Service refuses to hand over emails naming Biden's Delaware visitors. So we have the FBI doesn't want to give up their documents, or do they? We're going to get to that in a second. And be aware of that. U.S. Secret Service reportedly refusing to hand over emails identifying visitors to Biden's homes in Delaware as a Freedom of Information Act request was filed. Now, we've been covering this. This is really an ongoing story. We have covered this before, so be aware. This is an update. They're still not giving up these files, saying that they don't have to. We're going to get those files, guaranteed, people. So while you're thinking of that, um, be aware of this side story. And uh, brag, what moves to oppose Trump's attempt to what move case to federal court? Be aware that Trump is trying to move this nothing burger Stormy Daniel case to the federal court, saying that because at the time it took place, the supposed violation took place while he was president, making them a federal matter. And um, Bragg is panicking about that, saying no, no, no. So a little side story, be aware of that. Um, It would derail whatever um, plans they have in New York for this persecution of Trump. But uh, moving on, um, then we have uh, this uh, is developing Trump's Christopher Wray. What's happening here? (laughs) Um, James Comer, what? FBI confirms existence of file allegedly linking Joe Biden to $5 million bribery scheme. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm the villain. I'm Trump's Christopher Ray, which everyone should understand this role that he is playing. Not just because Trump told us on his online research project many, 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 many times, trust Ray. But if you come to this channel, we don't need those drops, even though those drops are beautiful to look at and read them, that they kept saying it. Trust Sessions, trust Ray, trust Sessions, trust Grassley. But that aside, let's put Trump's DOD project aside. Just logically. Don't forget, we've gone over many, many times the FBI in every big situation. FBI is like, yeah, we admit January 6th, uh, no insurrection. (laughs) Every little thing, they always sort of confirm the truth. Yeah, they're persecuting the J6, and it's not even they. Again, we've gone over that a million times with the whole thing with Bob Mueller. If you don't understand the Mueller and the Rosenstein model yet, after seven years, and if you don't understand the Jeff Sessions model and these other models, then hang in there. So here we have, I'm Christopher Ray. I'm resisting. I'm the villain. Ah, 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 I confirm that that is true. Yeah, yeah. That's really what's happening. <laughs> but um, as uh, some of you guys know already, um, Ray is instead... Um, he is not. He doesn't want to give the file to James Comer. He wants them to come see it in their building. 
while confirming that the file, everything is legit. Yeah, that, that's what's happening. Like it says here, the FBI confirmed the existence of an informant file. The Bureau refuses to provide Congress that allegedly links resident Biden to a $5 million bribery scheme. Boom. <laughs> a confirmation the Justice Department previously did not deny. <laughs> Boom. That's really what matters. That's what the Great Awakening is all about. And everybody else is looking at the movie. So, in the end, he's, he's gonna, I mean, we already, I mean, <laughs> he's confirming it's the real deal. So, we'll see what happens. Some, you know, we have Comer coming out saying of doubling down. He better give up the files. We're not playing around, right? <laughs> Comer is saying. You can read some of that. Comer said the bill, FBI still refuses to provide the subpoena unclassified file to Congress, triggering Comer to double down on his threat to hold Ray in contempt of Congress, right? There. We'll see what happens with that. And instead, the FBI re- reportedly said Comer could view the document at the FBI's headquarters. <laughs> um, today's FBI Director Ray confirmed the existence. There it is. You can read about that. He's posting, you know, Oversight Committee is posting this on Twitter, and they're confirming this FD-1023 form. And uh, that's a big, big deal. That moves the needle forward when it comes to Great Awakening. And um, they're, you know, we already saw what McCarthy's saying. So, let's see. I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll, you know, we'll see what happens. This is kind of fun part of the movie. I mean, see what you think. All right. Thank you, Barbie... Q is saying, you're the best, Bernie. Well, you're the best. God bless you. With another donation supporting on Rumble. All right. So we have Barbecue, and then um, we have Carissa stepping in. Says, God bless you, Bernie. And um, all right. Well, you know, folks, that is another way to support this channel is through Rumble. And, you know, we've got these other contributions on DLive, the DLive crowd with their little gadgets. And then there's the foxhole crowd as well that is able to contribute while you're actually watching. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, so I do appreciate that. Let me know your thoughts. And um, while we're considering and talking about these chess moves, so we have Trump's Christopher Ray now admitting that the file is real i'll let you know if i'm gonna cooperate maybe i need you to file contempt again this is at this point you should be have to, you should be watching with two bags of popcorn when it comes to that once again fbi admitting the truth about something so we'll see what happens but while you're thinking of that you think the enemy i mean come on folks. this is uh the story of tonight's headline <clears throat> Here on Truth on TV, new sources leak the DOJ evidence against Donald Trump and what the prosecution's argument will be. Really? And the key word, there it is again, the weapons of the patriots leaking away. Every leak is favorable. In this case, we are counter-leaking We know that the bad guys have been leaking against us for many, many years. And now what we're seeing in this period, ever since Trump stepped away, it's really what he did. We are seeing that we have our 
deliberately, perfectly timed counter leaks. And now, because of this mysterious leak, there it is, according to CNN, who has the, has the exclusive, there is a mid-2021, This all of a sudden, this tape, somebody recorded Trump discussing a classified document about an attack on Iran. So this random conversation, and in it, and it, this has had to do with a meeting in question. The meeting in question took place at Trump Bedminster and was a part of a discussion to offer information for the biography of his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows. How cheesy is that? And some people might argue, well, Bernie, uh, maybe the deep state is leaking this. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm not there. Um, it's one of those. I mean, it could be the other way around, but I think I think there's a white hat leak. And uh, But either way, it says information about the existence of the document, <clears throat> including a fairly detailed description that was discussed on the recording, was ultimately published in Meadows' biography, a fact that they may, that may be used to bolster the DOJ's claim. So basically, Trump is saying in this loose conversation, yeah, this is classified, but then it shows up in Mark Meadows' book. Okay, um, another witch hunt. And, um, and the writer saying, looks like DOJ and Smith and Jack Smith, who's behind all this, that they have settled on the distinction of intent in attempting to prosecute President Trump for something Biden unequivocally did. And not to mention Hillary, right? Um, so um, this is about as weak a case Trump could just say, you know, you don't. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so think about what, like it says, <clears throat> uh, check it out, like the writer is saying, and um, that now that they are saying that they're going to, oh, we're going to need Mark Milley to see if this any of this is true. <laughs> Can you see what the enemy is doing? But um, you decide, again, this loose conversation, I mean, this is like gossipy kind of things. But compare that to everything that Biden, Hillary, and Obama have done. So, common sense. All right, folks, and um, I want to remind everyone that we were told October 2020, what? DOJ, FBI, MSDNC, right? They're their political elite, every time that the light is shining, their protection of the political elite by the DOJ, FBI, and MSDNC, it struggles <laughs> during bright, sunny days. So when you're showing the world what they are doing in real time with a leak like this, things, everything they're trying to do struggles. And at the time, I mean, think about it. And then they're trying to protect Biden and think think of this as it relates to the whole thing with the FBI and DOJ and these documents, the Biden documents 
that Ray is now saying, oh, okay, we have it, but uh, we don't want to give it to you, but it's real, but come and see it for yourself. They are being exposed to the light. And they are, because of the light, they are struggling. Their protection of the elite struggles. So be aware that we were also, I want to share this segment here from July of 2018. Just think about this segment. We were told back then, do you believe President Trump would allow a complete takeover of his DOJ if nothing was being done behind the scenes to hold people accountable? Think about that. And today, at the end of May of 2023, a lot of people would say, yes, I do believe that. <laughs> but if you follow Truth on TV, you're not going to believe that. No way that Trump would allow that. Complete takeover of his DOJ and his FBI. That's why I'm always reminding people that he was the one that appointed. He carefully thought it through and decided, I'm going to appoint Chris Ray as the FBI director in this moment in history. And he's the one that said, yo, Bob Mueller, I'm going to meet with you the, right, the night before you become the special counsel. I don't know why I'm meeting with you. Open your eyes. This is not a game. And, and people who think that everything's happening randomly, you're not being logical. Think about it. And we were told when POTUS states the swamp is being drained, do you believe it? Yes, I do. When POTUS states it's, happen- it's happening, do you believe it? Do you believe POTUS would allow Sessions and Rod Rosenstein to run his DOJ if something wasn't being done to his liking? Think about the personality of Donald Trump. And once you do that, all you need to do is apply logical thinking. Boom. And that is the way it works. We could keep going with this one, but um, you know that's what the members channel is for. All right, folks. And uh, rounding out tonight, we got several interesting stories. Gotta love it. Trump's McCarthy comes through again. Marjorie Taylor Greene announces release of January 6th tapes to more outlets. Boom! Unfettered access. Think about that. And now Marjorie Taylor Greene is letting us know that what right there, John Solomon of Just the News, Julie Kelly of American Greatness, and an unnamed outlet. Gee, I wonder who that will be. And this this trio of media, what they are going, they will receive unfettered access to over 41,000 hours of video footage of the Capitol riot of January 6th. Marjorie Taylor Greene is saying, boom. That is the way this works. J6 tapes will be released. And that is the way this works. Trump's McCarthy. What? You're trying to intercept the past? Yeah, let's use the football. You're trying to intercept the past that me, Trump, Trump McCarthy, the past that I threw to Tucker Carlson, who did a lot of damage. No problem. I guess I'll have to, now it's first and ten, or second and ten, I guess I'll have to pass it to three different journalists, three different Entities. And I guess we're going to have to make it unfettered this time. And I guarantee you, people, they were planning this all along. 
to do the intro with Tucker Carlson. Yo, Tucker, this is just an intro. We know that they're going to panic. This is what the Great Awakening is all about. Careful who you follow, folks. There's a lot of people that are negative. They look for anything negative so they can complain. That concludes the main news. I do want to cover a couple of items so that you decide what might be happening. Sort of picking up where I left off yesterday where Trump attacked DeSantis saying that New York was a better place during COVID than Florida somehow. (laughs) In this shocking jump the shark laugh out loud you gotta be kidding me I mean this is beyond clown show exaggeration from Trump and it could be that Trump believes this but probably not I mean we just read a bunch of drops Trump is an actor and probably I'm starting to wonder if 80% of what Trump is saying is deliberate disinformation But either way, um, you know, when you put out weird disinformation like that, you know, the, you know, there's, um, you know, ramifications with all of this. And there it is. Andrew Cuomo sides with Donald Trump (laughs) against DeSantis on COVID. (laughs) Really? And this demon who did murder a lot of people on purpose, basically without really getting into this. Cuomo's coming out saying, yeah, told you, yeah. I, who killed a lot of people, she, even Trump's on my side. Yeah, you see? Yeah, and he's gloating in this situation that Trump created for him. (laughs) It is what it is. We know Trump was in a box, and Cuomo is lapping it off. Yeah, told you, yeah, we in New York, we were awesome, yeah. Shocking. But um, that is the price. I mean, and again, it had to be this way. I mean, you decide. And if you have integrity, I'm not even going to say anything. If you agree with that, let me know. And uh, it is what it is. And Trump is coming out. Same thing. Continuing. Really not much going on. Trump (laughs) going after Chris Christie, who's about to, you know, say he's going to run. And um, really... I'm going to leave it there. Trump is um, continuing with the uh, DeSantis thing. and uh, But here's something. What do you guys make of this? What is he thinking Trump attacks his own former press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany? He comes after her today, ladies and gentlemen, um, because saying that she... I mean, you can read it for yourself. Kayleigh Milktoast. Well, read it for right here. Kaylee Milktoast McEnany just gave out the wrong poll numbers. Really? I think it's interesting. He's going after her. She has been one of the most loyal and smart and she's a total Christian and I mean this is one of the most about as humble a woman as you can imagine and he shreds her today for claiming for giving out the wrong poll numbers. Really? And he says that he's 34 points ahead of the sanctimonious, not 25. And he name calls her, and now a lot of people are all upset about this. 
zero excuses for this kind of behavior. You can read for yourself. Well, you can understand now, is this Trump um, just a little bit pushing the trigger a little too much or what? And then um, for the record, I just want to throw this out for all you folks. Um, somebody did the research. Trump unleashes on Kaylee McEnany over poll numbers, but uh, if you do the, and Chip Roy jumped in, but then Chip Roy later on um, backed out and um, kind of trying to be nice to her. But um, what I do want to show everybody is that somebody did the research and again, you decide, but it looks like Kaylee McEnany was right. And you can see the poll number according to the Iowa 2024 trends. And um, see what you think. Um, they double-checked the numbers, and she was right where DeSantis was. Um, Trump was up 34, plus 34 in April. Now it's 25, which is what she was saying. So, I mean, you look it up. You decide on that. Um, so was Trump um, misrepresenting those numbers or not? Or maybe, um, I mean, a lot of people uh, double-checked those numbers. You decide. <clears throat> or is this part of his act? Uh, or maybe just a, a silly mistake uh, attacking a very, very loyal Kaylee McEnany. But anyway, you decide. Uh, either way, nothing's going to be able to stop anything. And um, I don't think, in my opinion, the DeSantis, the whole thing with DeSantis, even no matter what he does, he can't catch up. It's that His thing is over. I mean, he's still going to talk and do whatever he's going to do, but it's it's done. Nobody can catch Trump. It's like, uh, you know, like you have a, a Super Bowl comp, uh, team that no one can catch. So everything else from this point on with DeSantis is entertainment, but it was entertainment all along, if you ask me. And he's going to continue scoring a few points on Trump here and there, but it, w- it was never a big issue. So because of that, um, are we going to have to roll to wrap up tonight? We need somebody else to jump in. <laughs> You can't make this up. There it is. Mike Pence to announce 2024. <laughs> right there. Pres- presidential campaign next week in Iowa. <laughs> On cue. And if you ask me, my main point tonight is not only the DeSantis run, but especially this one right here. All planned out. And if you read it, it's kind of funny. Pence himself in recent mid-April interview in Breitbart in his home he was saying that he he said he was what weeks not months away from 2024 decision. Yeah, yeah, right, right there. Pence is like, it's April. I don't know if I'm running. I don't know who I am. I don't. I, and then now that the Sanchez already did his thing and it's says, oh, n- now I realize that I'm running. My name is Mike Pence. Think for yourself. See what you think. God bless you all, folks. Join me at truthonarttv.com. Check it all out. Check out the latest on the members channel, folks. Part 7 of the Focus on a Mission series. Check out all the different ways you can support this channel, folks. And um, I shall be back on Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. And um, join me on True Social. See what you think. Let me know what you think. Come on. See you folks Friday. 
God be with you.